Hi everybody, my name is Caroline. I'm from Albany, Oregon, and I'm one of your hosts. And today, I'll be introducing you to Ad Aster with our takeoff episode of the origin story. So all of us are going to start by introducing ourselves, and then we'll segue into a discussion about our mission, how we met through the University of Iowa's Between the Lines program, and the many, many meanings behind our name of Asterlet. So we're going to start and... I think Liz will be introducing herself. Hey everyone, I'm Liz. I am from New York City, New York, and I don't actually live in New York City. I live in Staten Island, which is like not really part of New York City, but it's still there. So one of my favorite foods is peanut butter. I will defend peanut butter until the day I die. Hi everybody, I'm Celine. I'm from Lebanon and I'm a senior in high school. I live in a small city called Tyre, and uh, I will defend hummus until spinach hummus ceases existing. Hey, everybody. I'm Hesindi, and I'm from Sri Lanka, though I'm currently studying at university in the UK. And actually, I like pineapple on pizza. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is David, and I am a sophomore in high school. Um, I am from Duluth, Minnesota, and a fun fact is that I've written a really trash um, young adult novel called Time is Running Out. Hi, I'm Maddie. I'm 17, and I'm a junior uh, at school in Orlando, Florida. And a fun fact about me is I'm actually a triplet, so there's three of me. Just kidding. We're fraternal, so it's actually two girls and a boy. But sometimes I like to think of it as three of me. And... I know you've just heard everybody else introduce their very diverse cultural backgrounds, but where I live, it's actually very not diverse at all. Uh, my school is like 80% white, um, majority male, 70-30. It's really an undiverse place, and I really don't have a lot of interaction with cultures like just in general at my school, and there's a lot of misunderstanding that really comes with that. Being able to have the opportunity to participate in something like BTL and have interactions with people from other cultures is really something that was extremely valuable for me. And I knew it would be valuable for other people too. And that's why all of us decided to join together to form Ad Aster because having more diversity really equals more empathy and understanding for the struggles that people go through because bigotry isn't something that people are just born with. It's really born from ignorance. And I think that more knowledge of other cultures could really uh, stop that in its tracks. And Liz will introduce the first activity that we ever had to do before even going to BTL. Yeah, so before we even got to writing and reading so many amazing international texts, we did a fun activity called a six-word memoir. And we were really challenged to write something about ourselves in a really short amount of line space. And without further ado, we're going to be talking about our six word memoirs and just share a part of ourselves. So my six word memoir was Whirlwind of Faith, Trust, and Pixie Dust. And Caroline speaking, mine was Scraping of Shoes Against Nighttime Sidewalks. Celine here, and mine was The Crack. It was his fault. This is Hesindi. Mine is of a heartbeat against another's. Maddie, mine sweetly singing at the spiraling stars. And this is David. Um, mine was salted tears with spoonfuls of sugar.
So what is BTL and why did it matter so much to us? Well, BTL is a two-week intensive cultural exchange summer program from the University of Iowa with a focus on the art and craft of writing. It's a program for students aged 15 through 18, and the program we did was called Peace in the Writing Experience, which brings together 30 international students with 10 to 14 U.S.-based peers. The other program is called Identity and Belonging, and that program is for American students with a focus on intercultural dialogue between Muslim and non-Muslim students. Normally, we would have met in Iowa, but we had to conduct meetings on Zoom. And we had writing workshops with a mentor and literature seminars with that mentor for two weeks. And we had special seminars like open mics and anthology to like showcase our skills. Yeah, so... That was a bit about the program itself, this the structure, you know, two weeks just learning, reading, writing together. Um, but I think the value of BTL for us, even as an online program, even when we couldn't meet each other in person, is our friendships and the connections we made to all these people we would have never met before and to people who like countries and cultures that we know nothing about and like now through the power of just sharing something that we're all so passionate about, like that has been so incredible. Like realizing that I really found my people with my BTL friends and that, I don't know, there are people who are as weird as me <laughs> and awkward and <laughs> like books. Especially coming from like a place that's kind of in the middle of nowhere. I always like never really felt like people related to me or that everyone had like different goals for me. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, the lifelong friendships were definitely the most exciting part because I got to meet a ton of people from all over the world. Um, and it was just a, such an amazing experience. Um, apart from the friendships, though, I also learned a lot about like different types of writing. Um, before BTL, I was essentially a strictly prose only writer. Um, and I would generally only write personal narratives or personal essays. Um, regarding my own experiences, but recently I've been branching out. So um, I've been writing poetry and I've been writing fiction. My mentor was Mary, go Mary, um, and she was the only poet mentor. So we got to learn a lot about the styles of poetry and we got to workshop a bunch of pieces. Yeah, echoing what David and Caroline said, BTL was one of the most, if not the most, inspiring weeks of my life. Just hearing everyone's like, pieces and they were just oozing talent and they were everyone was so kind and I guess before BTL I never really thought of myself as a writer I never shared my work especially with my parents and just to find a community that was so vibrant and accepting and just like so accepting of our different cultural backgrounds and idiosyncrasies it was like I had met them all in real life and I wanted to give everyone a giant hug but we couldn't because you know corona but yeah, and I'm kind of the opposite of David. Before BTL, I strictly wrote poetry and I I never really approached short fiction or essay writing or even playwriting. And thanks to my amazing mentor, Rumina, who is a badass and completely like a very strong, powerful writer and just like an individual, she inspired me to really look within myself and not be afraid to tackle important topics like feminism or climate change or 
just really focusing on writing stuff I was passionate about. And actually, thanks to her, I was inspired to write uh, a short play about cultural experiences. And it was based off like Russian grandmothers. And yeah, I'm just so thankful for like all the different types of literature we were exposed to. Like we read about axolotls and we had to find the meaning behind like a reptile. I think it's a reptile or an amphibian. I'm not sure. I've never been so challenged in my life and I loved it. It was like every day waking up to just such an amazing community. And I'm really grateful for the experience. Yeah, for sure. And to echo David, go Mary. Uh, so one of one of my greatest like surprises with BTL was, and this is a good surprise, was how markedly my writing improved. Because for those two weeks, I was concentrating so much on my writing and on improving it that that even without even without me realizing it, I could just see the difference when I looked at a, a piece of writing I've written after my BTL sessions and then before before any of that ever happened. And also through BTL, I learned about all these amazing poems. And and Mary, she showed us this poem called um, Having a Coke With You by Frank O'Hara. And I haven't been able to get that poem out of my head ever since. Yeah, in this house we stand Mary. I, I love her. And I just love how she always, she didn't stick to traditional poetry and branched out from that. And I think that gave me a boost in my confidence, I guess. I don't really know how to write traditional poetry as much as I write modern poetry. And I always was scared of writing poetry. So yeah, that that really improved after the program. And for someone who lives in a country that mostly focuses on sciences, to find a community that's focused on writing and creativity and all that, it was honestly so refreshing and just satisfying to just find people that have similar interests to me that will, that will read my writing and give me honest views and not just go, oh, that's good, you're so talented. Like, no, they'll actually give me certain constructive criticism and find little details about it that I just am so happy that they notice. And overall, this program was such a beautiful experience for me. And I just love everyone that was in it. And Alyssa and Caitlin, this is a shout out for them. They organized everything and they made the program possible online and they didn't cancel it. So they gave us a chance and I just, I'm so happy about it. For me, this program really gave me a lot of writing confidence. Um, I'm a pretty private person with my writing. I really don't like to share it because, I don't know, I'm just always afraid of sharing my writing because I feel like when people say stuff back, that's like a personal, I used to think it was like a personal attack almost, and that's kind of embarrassing to admit, but it's true. And the first Saturday that we ever went to BTL, we had to do an open mic, and I've never done an open mic before. I have no experience with that sort of environment. And basically BTL kind of forced me to come out of my shell and share my writing with other people. And it really, really opened my mind also to like the rest of the world. We had a bunch of literature seminars about literature from other countries. And I learned so much, not only about other countries, but also about the United States. Like I never knew that a common thing about the United States was just driving everywhere. And 
B12 is just such a great experience for me because of the cultural aspect and also because of the writing aspect, because I learned so much from my mentor, Mary. And kind of like David said, like, I was the opposite of David. I'm similar to Liz. I pretty much exclusively wrote poetry when going into the program, but I've been inspired to try to experiment with short stories and other narratives because I used to think that my life was kind of ordinary and it didn't really have much writing value. But after reading all these poems, like about having a Coke with you and just walking through a city, I kind of learned that everyone's life has some sort of value if you can put it into words. And that was something that really changed my whole perspective on my writing. And I'm just so thankful that BTL happened, even happened online. I know we're probably going to talk more about our favorite literature later, but like the discovery of new literature through BTL, like go read Having Coffee Elsewhere. I love that piece so much now and I found out about it through BTL. As like a junior at an all STEM high school, I felt like really ostracized for my writing because it was seen more of like a novelty. And BTL was the first time that I really dove into it because I felt like I didn't deserve to be a writer because like I didn't go to these special like creative writing schools or like I didn't lock myself in a room and like write 24 7 and I just I realized that writing isn't a club it is it's an open forum it's going on campus and laughing with your friends and observing the world and I think that's really beautiful because you're able even though we were on Zoom, you're able to connect with so many people. And writing, I just learned how it's not something that you do secluded in your room, like clacking away at a keyboard. Yeah, writing is really all about community. And I'm so happy that I'm part of this community. Honestly, I relate. Because um, for someone who doesn't take literature in school, I mean, it's not in the curriculum. I always felt like, okay, you don't belong to the writing community because, like, you don't know these stuff for what they actually are. And I didn't usually fit the, you know, those Instagram posts that have the writer aesthetic thing and what writers do. And, like, I never really fit the mold about I should stay in my room and write all day as Liz said and ink on my fingers and scattered paper I, I don't have that and I always felt like secluded from the idea of writing and I'm not a true writer and like being a writer is just you writing that's what I mostly learned from BTL because like it's not about an aesthetic or a mold you have to fit if you write and if you find happiness through writing then you're a writer, and I guess I needed that wake-up call. Now we're going to move on to talking about the origins of Asterlit and our extension podcast at Aster. So to start off, since like we are writers and we love our etymology, we originally came up with the idea because we wanted, first and foremost, to be a magazine slash podcast slash organization slash community. We wanted to symbolize peace and unity and really promote cultural exchange through writing and just empower young individuals from all different backgrounds who just love to write the same way BTL did for us. So while we were brainstorming, we came across the wonderful word aster, which means flower, and it also symbolizes peace and unity. 
And we also found out that it means star. And basically we're a constellation of voices across diverse cultures and identities. So that was really when we decided to stick with the naming and call ourselves at Aster. The way we came to Asterlit, it was a long journey, but we started thinking about like asterisk. I think to uh, to me at least, like something with an asterisk is just something that is, but is a little different. It's a twist on what was there before. <laughs> Probably don't include this in the podcast. I always say like straight with an asterisk now. I talk about people's like sexualities <laughs> because sometimes, sometimes it's like like straight, but like with an asterisk. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> That should be a podcast. Yeah. Wait, no. Writers are just straight with an asterisk. I think it all just goes back to the idea that we're people, we're normal people, right? We're like normal young people, but we got this little asterisk that straight and then asterisk. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But is that like, where's the lie? I mean, anyway, it's just, we're like, I feel like every writer, like, you have to have some kind of cause to write. Like, I don't think normal people would spend that much time thinking about the world and their life and ruminate. And I don't know, writing is not an easy thing. It's very arduous and it can be painful, you know, thinking that hard about everything. So I feel like anyone who is a writer is really so like a person with an asterisk, someone, something motivates you to write. So I think all of us are kind of just, you know, people with an asterisk. Some of us are straight with an asterisk most of us but anyway um yeah so we kind of started with this idea of asterisks honestly i feel like it's because like we can't express ourselves or we can't be heard unless we write i think it's our way of showing our true feelings regarding certain stuff in the world i think that's our asterisk 3 a.m thoughts okay yes and like the urge to put that into paper that is our asterisk. Speaking of our name, um, we actually did take some inspiration from Greek mythology as well, because Aster was also the tears created by the Greek goddess Astraea, which is a symbol of love and wisdom. And that's exactly what we hope to embody through our platform and our podcast. This is just a note to anyone who wants to start a literary magazine, that so many names are already taken that you really got to use that creative energy in your brain to find something new so um i started thinking about plays on words i think what like everyone said earlier writing is about community and about finding yourself and about being your truest self possible and we really thought ad aster was like very different one because we were just glad it wasn't taken and two because when you think about Greek mythology, it kind of, it echoes an ancient language, but it also feels very modern. And we feel like writing, there's this great quote by Stephen King. Um, I'm not, I'm not quoting it directly, but basically writing isn't like a new thing. It's uncovering what was already buried. And I think that we're all just trying to uncover what's buried in terms of like writing about ourselves, writing about the world, and really anyone can be a writer with enough practice. And that's why we're so grateful to BTL because it was intense and we produced a lot of great work, but it's also not just about productivity. Writing is about when you can't say something or there's a thought that's like pounding in your head so hard that you can only get it out on paper. 
And after that, all that's left to do is share it with the world. Because if you think about it, one person can write, but like your writing doesn't belong to you. And it's kind of like stars, like you don't own a star because like one, that's like really complicated. I don't know how you would go about owning a star unless you're like a NASA or something. But they're beautiful and they belong to the world. But at the same time, they don't belong to anyone. And that's that's what writing is, basically. Speaking of Greek mythology and mythology in general, uh, most of it was like basically ancient, ancient guesswork into what kind of gods govern this world. And I think that's that's this truly visceral part of our literature because this is uh, because literature and like writing is mostly about that, like us trying to imagine something else, something else, something that's like higher than us and and us trying to like uh, grasp it in our hands by by just writing and trying to trying to give meaning to the thoughts in our head that can't really be fully articulated but we try anyway and that's the beauty of writing then like flowers like the aster flower one is like really pretty and two it's a symbol of peace and unity again and then the other thing i think is aster is also like a, a really quirky star-shaped cellular microbial thingy-wabobber. <laughs> I think that just embodies the quirky energy that every writer loves. So um, We're not like other girls. We're quirky. Yeah, and quirky. Okay, I said quirky, not quirky. Oh my god, quirky. Like, get it? Because, like, physics and stars have to do with physics. See, we're not only talented in writing. We're very knowledgeable knowledgeable about the sciences as well. Which is intellectual gods like that. <laughs> we love to see. <laughs> oh my god, gods mythology. Oh, oh. I'm really bad at <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Like my existence is a joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not like self-deprecating. I just think like in general, like if someone like didn't know me, like they just saw me walking. Like, I'd probably trip or something and they wouldn't, like, find it funny. <laughs> okay, um, I think we should wrap up this podcast. So, overall, we wanted to be an extension of the BTL experience and share our camaraderie and zeal for writing and continue our journey of cultural understanding and learning. Stay tuned for the next episode of Ad Aster and be sure to follow us on Instagram at aster.lit.